Everyone knows about Noah and the Ark. The story has been the subject of mystery plays in the Middle Ages, of movies from a partly silent film in 1928 to Darren Aronofsky's 2014 epic, and of television shows such as Captain Noah and his magical Ark. Noah and the Ark have been the subject of board games, toys, children's books, and nursery wallpaper, and there are even a handful of theme parks built around Noah and the Ark. In San Antonio, Texas, is an ordinary-looking white brick Sunday school building, but inside the two-story structure at the 19,000-member Cornerstone Church is a fun Noah's Ark-inspired children's activity building. A lion, an elephant, a talking macaw, and six other animals are animatronic, meaning they move. A giraffe stands in the middle of a two-story central hall. The rhinoceros previously appeared in a John Cusack movie. Children can play on a giant Galapagos tortoise. But what do we really know about Noah? Not much that we can say for sure. Noah was the grandson of Methuselah, the oldest man in the Bible, and father of Ham, Shem, and Japheth. We don't know when Noah lived, but estimates range from 5500 B.C. to 2300 B.C., putting him squarely in the Neolithic period, the last part of the Stone Age, when metal tools were becoming widespread agriculture was developing, and humans began to domesticate animals. Noah is remembered for having built an ark in preparation for a great flood that destroyed the world, with only Noah, his family, and a boatload of animals being saved. It's a story told in the Bible and in the Quran, and similar stories are found throughout the world. The Statler brothers recounted the beginning of the Bible's Noah story pretty well. The Lord looked down from his window in the sky, said, I created man, but I don't remember why. Nothing but fighting since creation day. I'll send a little water and wash him all away. The Lord came down to look around a spell, and there was Mr. Noah behaving mighty well. And that is the reason the scriptures record that Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. Wickedness was rampant on the earth. How bad was it? There was violence, sexual immorality, corruption, and widespread lawlessness. People ignored God. He wasn't even on their radar screen. Human evil was out of control. People thought evil, imagined evil. Evil, evil, evil from morning to night. The Bible is clear that God was upset with the wickedness on the earth, sorry he had made people, and was ready to destroy humans, animals, and birds with a flood. But between the first mention of Noah and the story of the flood are four strange verses that seem to explain the wickedness on the earth, but what they mean is not very clear. The Bible says the sons of God saw that the daughters of man were attractive and they took as their wives any they chose. Who were the sons of God? Those who study the Bible have three suggestions. One, godly descendants of Seth, the third son of Adam and Eve. Two, angels. Three, kings and rulers. For instance, later Egyptian kings were called the son of Re, the sun god.
who were the daughters of man? For the first suggestion, the daughters of man are considered to be ungodly descendants of Seth's brother, Cain. For the second and third suggestions, the daughters of man are said to be sexually attractive women. The Bible then says, The Nephilim were on the earth in those days, and also afterward, when the sons of God came in to the daughters of man, and they bore children to them. These were the mighty men who were of old, the men of renown.